Hey everyone, it's Jen and Jess from the beauty podcast, Fat Mascara, here to talk about Sol de Janeiro. So many of the beauty experts we interview on our show say that the key to great skin is to treat every inch of your body with the same attention you give your face. One of our favorite ways to do that is with Sol de Janeiro's Beja Flor Elastic Cream, a rich body cream that's clinically proven to boost collagen and has been shown to improve skin crepiness on the chest in just two weeks. Plus, it's scented with Sol de Janeiro's Charosta 68 fragrance. Sol de Janeiro is offering you 10% off your first order on soldejanero.com and free shipping with the code ACAST10. That's S-O L-D-E-J-A-N-E-I-R-O soldajanero.com and use the code ACAST10 for 10% off. Welcome to this mini episode of Natch Butte. I hope you are not sick of us yet because guess who's back? Laura Yunkin. Hi, Jackie. Laura Yunkin's back. <laughs> third re- third recording. We just talked too damn we much. Too I'm damn sorry. Much. No, it's part of it. I'm sorry. I just feel bad. We are not efficient at no, all. No. Well, there's also a lot to discuss. There is. The honeys really provided a lot of oh questions. God. Amazing you questions. You were impressed. I was impressed. I was impressed and I was also, I was overwhelmed by the amount. Me too. And so I had to like group them together yes. and be kind of picky about what do we talk about. But this episode is, Ooh. it's all going to be design questions. Yeah. Although I did kind of want to talk to you about Glossier U. <gasps> just a little because we That's didn't fine. talk That's about fine. it. You know, I love to talk about it. Well, I just feel like. I'm trying to be more of a perfume gal and I respect people that have a signature scent and you have a signature scent. Yes. It probably changes like every five years, yeah. but right now and for, honestly for as long as Emily makes it. Yeah. Glossier U for me is like really hits the spot. Yeah. But you know, it's different. It smells different on every person, right, which, which is, is so stick. So how did you originally pick it? Because I feel like when a perfume comes out, do you decide based on what you read about it? Or was it just a random thing you decided to try? Well, you know, I've always been a scent junkie. Yes. So I'm always at Sephora, Nordstrom, mm-hmm. whatever, like cruising fragrance. The scent aisles. And going to specialty scent. I've gone to scent bar and made mm-hmm. my own. Like, mm-hmm. I love that stuff. The only, I would never have stumbled upon Glossier U. Because you're not a Glossier gal, really. No, because you have to be like a perfect looking person. Yeah, yeah. To pull off that look. Yeah. And I'm not like a Gen Z model with like no blemishes, mm-hmm, right? So mm-hmm. I am I have a few other products that I really like. Yeah. And I actually just ordered some more. Nice. But when I joined the wing in West Hollywood, whatever year the wing opened, mm-hmm. One of the best things about the wing is that they have this incredible beauty room mm-hmm. and like locker room in, in every location and they have great brand partnerships. And so brands stock the rooms. Oh, so when nice. they first opened, it was Chanel everything. <gasps> and then they were like, and they don't police it. What no. if you just put it in your bag and leave? Well, people were doing that. And so people were stealing the like Chanel Jasmine oil or whatever. They're asking for it. And listen, I mean, there was a couple of times where I was like, I could just. I could just pick this up yeah. right now. Walk out. Yeah. But They're very trusting there. My, like, yeah. Texas Baptist guilt. Yes, of like, course. Don't do it. I never stole anything. But at some point, all of a sudden, like, some of these Chanel perfumes were gone. And there were, like, little bottles of Glossier U all over the wing in the beauty room. And I was like, oh, this is cute. Pink, red. I love the oh, vibe. Yeah. 
I picked it up. I'm like, this is a nice, clean smell. And then I read about it and was like, it smells different on every person. It just so happens that it smells very good on me. Yeah. Like really good. And then I wore it and I loved it. And everyone was complimenting me constantly. What's your perfume? What's your perfume? Yeah. And I was like, mm, this is it. So I've just kind of stuck with it yeah. the last few years. And I don't, I have a couple of other perfumes I still rotate in. Like if I want to smell. Weren't you like a Miss Dior gal? Not Miss Dior. I did have it. Yeah. I used to just have too many. You yeah. know what I mean? I have what like, was like that one you used to wear? I wore J'adore. Yes. Dior. Yes, yes, yes. And then I wore Chanel Coco. Yes. Mademoiselle forever. That was it. Chanel Coco Mademoiselle. Yeah. That's that's the one. It's like black and white. Yep. That's, that. When I see that, I think of you. Thank you. Yeah. And then I really like the Toka scents mm-hmm. that are all named like Julieta and whatever. I don't know about that. Oh, they're so good. Bianca yeah. is my favorite of the Toka scents. Bianca's such a cute name. Isn't it a good name? Oh my name? God. I want to name my poodle that. That's a great name for a poodle. a poodle. name. Bianca is like a very bright, crisp. Our mutual friend Casey smelled it on me once mm-hmm. and she was like, oh yeah, that's your smell. <gasps> you just smell like a rich sorority girl. Oh, and I was like, I love that that's vibe. ironic considering I was not a yes. rich sorority girl, but yes. thank you. I'm going to take it out as a But compliment. we like the energy. We like the we energy. We respect it. Yeah. She's like, you just smell like kind of a Southern princess. Yeah. And I was like, I'll take it. Yeah. So that's a good Bianca. one. And I still, I keep it. Do I need to name my kid Bianca? I'll let you smell it when we're done. Okay. No, you, you can't name your kid Bianca. I'm saying like a future kid or a future animal. I don't know. It really hit me. I like that name. That's Call a good me crazy. Name. It's a good name. Anyway, yes. I love Glossier U. Yes. I will continue to wear it as long as they make it. You know they have a candle now. I know, but you have to buy, buy the perfume. And I, I just have a fresh bottle. I know. I, I, I was reading the comments and everyone was like, I just bought a bottle. I don't need this. Please. Like, just sell me the candle. It says they're going to do sell it separately, but it's going to be later in the year, quote unquote. I might just run up to the store and be like, can I? Good luck. Please. Good luck. Help me. Good luck. I'll tell you this. The Glossier branding on point. Oh, it's so good. I just, as a pink person. I know. It's so good. It really speaks to me. Yes. And it's funny. It even came up yesterday in a call with a client because we're doing this big experiential thing for a wellness brand. And we were looking at just benchmarking other great brands. And yeah, some people circled on this big board, circled this like Glossier in-store activation photo because it was so beautiful. They have a lot of a lot of in-store stuff happening but the yeah the aesthetic is totally i just love it yes every time laura leaves my house chooch smells like glossier U <laughs> for like three days yeah ben always says you smell like girls to chooch she's yeah. like you smell like girls because she sits she on absorbs, my chest yeah she absorbs people's scents well she smells good then oh uh, yeah that's how i started getting into glossier U was just because chooch smelled like i it. sprayed some on myself this morning so nice. that i would smell fresh for when you oh, got here oh yay i didn't i just smell like schmidt's lime deodorant hopefully oh i saw that they have the spray the sprays deodorant. can i have one yes you can have my other one Thanks. the rose one perfect yeah. you know i love a rose yes okay now now we're gonna do design questions we're seven minutes in now for real that's all we're gonna talk about laura young can design my house for those of you that didn't hear the last two episodes designed your life basically you've designed my life and i stopped taking those vitamins that we talked about and i feel so much better listen i just hire laura to run your life everybody that's all i gotta say (laughs) okay let me find where we're at the first question of the day send in from a honey and thank you everybody for the fabulous questions they are good 
What design rules should we follow and which should we be breaking more? Hearing this question, I don't even know what a design rule is. Well, I feel like people feel like there are these rules out there because right. every design guru... Like, don't put this color with this color, yeah. that kind of stuff. It's like, don't mix these prints. Or yeah. Don't put, don't wear whatever in the old rule. of You can't wear white after Labor yes. Day. There's all that kind of stuff before interior design. My mother still follows that rule. I know. So yeah. does Debbie. It's yeah. a whole thing. Yeah. I think there's a lot of rules out there. And when you watch, look, when you if you watch a lot of design shows, they're formulaic. There has to be a point of view. Yes. That's how people become gurus. You're talking about Joanna Gaines? Yeah. I mean, if you're watching. Do you like her style? I like some of her mm-hmm. projects. It's a little too. I'm not a farmhouse Rusticky. Yeah, yeah. That ain't my jam. It's, it's very chic for the right person, but right. it ain't for me. I can really get into like English cottage core mm-hmm, mm-hmm, farmhouse vibe. Mm-hmm. Like Heather Taylor home. I love all these gingham linens and things like mm-hmm. that. I'm really into. Joanna Gaines. Look, I went to college in Waco, Texas. Yes. They've transformed a town. Yes. And. Change the economy there. Yes. I'm very impressed with what I just don't done. like big signs that say like eat. <laughs> you know, she loves a sign. I don't does she? I, I if don't, she I don't feel like she does. Really? There's one house that she did that I will never forget. Because most of them are just not my vibe. Yeah. She they did, did a mid century house one time that yep, was badass. That's the one I'm thinking yeah. about. She did this mid century home. And they got it oh for like $30,000. Something insane. I know. They paid like 30 cents. Literally. And they did it. And she did a nursery. And she did this mid-century kitchen. And oh my God. What I love about her is, and I appreciate I also find her so chic and cute. She's very chic and cute. I love them. I love their marriage. She's not pretentious. She's also not like a born and bred interior mm-hmm. designer with an educational design background. Yes. She's built her own business, yes. her own look. And I used to go shop at their old store on Bosky when I was a student at Baylor. And it's just so cool to see how they've grown. Yeah. My friend Kate now runs brand for them for Magnolia nice. Network. Yeah. And so I have a lot of respect for what they do. And I have a couple of those white flowers and those mm-hmm. little, that whole thing is from Magnolia. I think we got a couple of her candles from my bathroom. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love the scents. I love the target line. I love yes. making it accessible. So yeah, I I have respect, but the farmhouse chic vibe is just not for me. But we live in LA and it's like a different Yeah. It's a different I'm kind of like mid century modern meets Yeah, English cottage core. Yeah. That's my personal vibe. What am I? Oh bless. I would say <laughs> Well, we talked about this last week. It's like wacky jackie. Yeah. I think I I love mid century. You do mid century meets kook. But yeah, you have you're really into like a kooky 1960s Palm Springs. Yes, yes. I was scared when you said mid century. I was like, oh god, it's she's gonna want Liberace. Yeah. Well, if I had it my way, I know. But we also have to consider the other person. In yes, the yes. So what rules should we follow? Okay, so this is for me. Yeah. This is my rule because everybody has to have their yes. Rules. The most important design rule or like a litmus test for me Mm -hmm. when I'm shopping or looking for something for myself is do I love this? Okay. Yep. Like I'm talking love. Yeah. Not like "Eh, that'll work. Mm, But like, do I love it? Yes. And if I love something, then that's enough for me. And I will find a way to make it work. I love. And I don't really care about what other people think. Yeah. And then there's certain things in our homes like. I like this lamp. This is a nice lamp. I have that lamp. I know. You got it for me. I did. Yeah. And because I like it. Yeah, it's great. And it serves its purpose. 
But I'm not like over here drooling over yeah. this lamp. It but just, it is a very lovely lamp. It's nice. It looks great in my house. Right. But I love that piece of furniture. Yeah, this mid century hutch. Mm-hmm. I love my dining room table. Mm-hmm. I love this. Mm-hmm. I love my new hutch. Mm-hmm. I love those things. Yes. And so I love my sofa. Yeah. And so for me, that's the rule. Do you love it? Yeah. Okay, that's the first test. If you love it, frankly, that's all that really matters. So the rule I think we should be breaking more is releasing ourselves. And this is kind of deep, I guess. But like we should be breaking people's expectations. So anything that's binding you to other people's comfort Mm -hmm. or opinions. Mm Mm-hmm. I see a lot of clients who really, really overconsider their guests, mm-hmm. their parents, their in-laws, their friends. Right, even. like what are people going to think kind of thing. Yeah, and also like I know that we come, lots of people like to entertain in their homes, mm-hmm. which is great. And I think if you love to entertain, you should definitely design with that in mind. We love to have parties as well, but especially during COVID now, it's just changed so much. I yes. think the way people think about their house Change the way I think about my house. Um, your house is for you. Yeah. It's for you and the people that live with you. And your comfort, your personal style, colors that make you happy, things that make you feel great in your environment is the most important thing. And I have clients who are who go, well, I have to consider that I might have 20 people at Thanksgiving. And I'm like, yeah, but that's one day yeah. a year. One day a year to completely change the look of your living room. Yeah. And like, or your, or your kitchen room. or your butler's pantry or like whatever we're designing. I can't, I don't like designing around these hypothetical yeah. what if situations mm-hmm. because I'm like, no, the most important person in this house is you. So and I want to your day to day life. Your day to day life. Yeah. So that's my perspective on like, I just did a custom kitchen breakfast nook and a butler's pantry that I took this like old laundry room and basically turned it into a kitchen extension. And I really, really designed it around the client, her height, mm-hmm. her day-to-day activities in that space. She uses the, we did a custom table in the banquette cause it's like a funky shape and that's where she sits. She has yeah. an office, but she sits and does work yeah. there. And so I made it all about like, what's your routine? Not for the one day of a year. She might have people over. Right. Yeah. And so, Obviously, I look at other places in the house where I go, okay, I turned an old bookcase into a bar because she still wanted a place to feel like she could entertain. So there's other spaces we can do that where you can consider what to do when you're hosting. But I think our parents come into town every now and then, or even if you live in the same town as your parents, maybe they have opinions about what your home looks like or what it should look like or what you should or shouldn't have, or maybe they hate a color or something. It just doesn't matter. Yeah. It's not their house. And that's so, good for your whole life, too. It's good for to your whole life. Really so I think don't design around your mother's taste. Mm-hmm. And when it comes to hospitality and hosting considerations, I think thoughtful amenities that make your guests comfortable are more important on whether or not the guest room is like your mother-in-law's favorite color. Yeah. I think doing... Get that Chanel in the bathroom. Yeah. It's like I stock the guest bathroom yeah. with products, Big size, small size, everything you can imagine. Like those bathrooms are fully stocked so that guests feel like, and I have bougie towels in there. Like I try to make guests feel really welcome mm-hmm. through hospitality. Yes. Rather than basing my entire layout of my house on 
yeah. hypothetical Christmas dinner. Yeah. So that's Great the rule you should be breaking. Do you love it? Then do it. We love. Oh, yeah. Hey, everyone. It's Jen and Jess from the beauty podcast, Fat Mascara, here to talk about Sol de Janeiro. So many of the beauty experts we interview on our show say that the key to great skin is to treat every inch of your body with the same attention you give your face. One of our favorite ways to do that is with Sol de Janeiro's Beja Flor Elastic Cream, a rich body cream that's clinically proven to boost collagen and has been shown to improve skin crepiness on the chest in just two weeks. Plus, it's scented with Sol de Janeiro's Charosta 68 fragrance. Sol de Janeiro is offering you 10% off your first order on soldejanero.com and free shipping with the code ACAST10. That's S-O-N. L-D-E-J-A-N-E-I-R-O soldajanero.com and use the code ACAS10 for 10% off. Oh, yeah. Next question, and I love this question because anyone who lives with a partner <laughs> probably has dealt with this. What do you do if your fiance, in my case, refuses a part with really ugly stuff? Oh, I love this question. I and love it this made question. me laugh so hard. Yes. Because we instantly all saw the object, yep. whatever I, that is in our lives. I already know. I Ben's know. baseball trophy. That fucking trophy has haunted me for three years. It ends up everywhere. How is it in this room? It was in the other room today. And it's like, everywhere. I moved it a couple times. The trophy. And I put it in a closet at yeah, one yeah. point. And he folded and out. Pulled it out. I don't know what we're going to do with that stupid thing. There's a couple other things, but Laura, what do we do? We want everyone to feel comfortable in their home it's a shared space here's my advice okay i love accidentally quote unquote set it on fire (laughs) no that's not okay okay it's really hard for ugly stuff to survive in beautiful rooms eventually the ugly thing will become so obviously out of place the elephant in the room in the beautiful room that I think the fiance will come to his own conclusion yeah. that it's time to let it go. Yeah. And I find personally. And it's, if this is a man we're talking about, yeah. when it's their idea. That's exactly what I was about to say. Yeah. It's better to let it seem like it's their idea mm-hmm. and decision to get rid of it. So what I would do in the interim when you're yeah. first combining stuff because that's the hardest part when you're combining yes. and deciding what to keep what to throw out and this is also for non-romantic partnerships you have a roommate moving oh, yeah. in and you're kind of deciding whose stuff to put out right. and and it's like i know i used to live with all boys yeah i had like boy roommates forever yeah. and man they had the ugliest stuff and i just had to kind of deal with it yeah you know they used to post up right here and play call of duty like yeah can you imagine that in this room now no, no. so we just there's no call of duty happening in this room sweetie no there's no gaming yeah in here but if you'll notice my fireplace is now gone i see that so dylan was on the prices right in 2009 have you ever seen that no but that's where he won the pt cruiser no no okay he won the pt cruiser in a raffle oh my goodness he's so lucky i know what a lucky guy he has good karma that's why yeah it's because no there's no one sweeter yeah he won an electronic fireplace on the price is right wow in like 2009 2010 maybe and it was a cool piece of furniture because it looked like a real it was like a mahogany it had bookcases on either side it was like a real piece and i remember the first time i went to his apartment he was so smooth it had a remote control oh yeah and he remote controlled turned on the fire oh yeah and i was like wow romantic okay Okay, this guy's like trying to get put some moves on yeah little did i know that he turned the heat component on as well 
And 30 minutes later, I was like, I'm really hot. Yeah. Can you please turn? That might have been part of his plan, too. It might have been. I'm like, you got to turn that part off. Yeah. We have had that fireplace in our, in anywhere we've lived for the last, I don't know, however many years? Yeah. Nine years? Yeah. So recently as we're getting ready for baby we're moving lots of things around mm-hmm. i need more furniture with closed door storage like i talked about on the last yep, episode yep. and he finally said i think i'm ready <gasps> to part ways with, with the fireplace. fireplace and it wasn't the ugliest yeah thing, but it didn't fit the vibe yeah yeah i did like the fire component it was kind of fun so do you think it would be helpful for somebody to just design around it yeah this is what i'm so like let's imagine it's like I don't know. Guys have really ugly media consoles all the okay, time. Okay, I was thinking a chair. I feel it's like Chandler and Joey in their chair. It's like Frasier and his dad with the chair. Yes, yes. God, that really dates me. But Frasier's like my favorite TV yeah, show. Yeah, yeah. I, I got it. So Frasier's dad, right, moved into right. the apartment in Seattle with that ugly, ugly ass chair. chair and set it there forever and it yeah. became... And that chair did not match the vibe. No. At all. But it was a funny vocal piece, yes. yes. Right? And then, yeah, men have these things they're attached to. So it could be an ugly chair. It mm-hmm. could be... An ugly media console. Oh, the media consoles for me. Yes. The guys have always... And they're they so like, obsessed with their TVs. Sh- they like shit. Like, book, like uh, physical media. They like all their Game of Thrones books out. Like, yeah, just like, or like weird movie posters yes, that they've had since they college. they love movie posters. Or they love... Okay, so here's what I say. It is so hard for that stuff to survive in really beautiful yes. rooms. Imagine so, a Pulp Fiction poster framed in this fucking room no, right now. No, it would never go. <laughs> so the room we're sitting in is like, was built in 1936. It's got a lot of really interesting molding mm-hmm. and features. And it's painted. I've got a navy blue accent wall. And everything's kind of like wood and brass in mid-century. And the rest of the room is painted a lovely gray color. Yeah. And imagine a memento poster framed in the corner. Yeah, it would never happen. No. So it's hard. And I, I think sometimes we have to give guys the, the opportunity. We're just obviously yes. talking about like cishet men here. Yes, but like, yes. We have to give them the opportunity to realize that like, their shit is ugly. It's not working. <laughs> or it's just not working. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that in this space. And it's hard if you're like me and you're passive aggressive. But it does work. Right. Well, I very much was like, you can't keep this. You can't have this. You yeah. can't have this. You can't have this. Yeah. But we still argue about furniture. Oh, I. It's it will happen for the rest of your life if you live with a person. Right. It's like a negotiation. Yes. And we have different priorities. And it goes both ways. Ben hates how I have 55 Tupperwares. Yeah. Oh, we just had a whole... We just had a whole Tupperware drama. Yeah, every other day he's like, hey, maybe today we get rid of a couple Tupperwares. I'm like, no. In fact, I need them all. Dylan's on a business trip and he was like, while I'm gone, you need to A, reorganize your shoes into the new shoe organizers. You need to clean up all the papers on your desk and get rid of them. And you need to get rid of some of this Tupperware. Yeah. Oh my God, give me some and I'll put it in there just to drive Ben nuts because he will notice. He'll be like, that lid doesn't have a match. What is this doing in here? I know. I'll give you some. We love a type A. That's fine. We respect them. them. Yeah, yeah. But I think over time, they kind of realize what works. And also, it's taken me time. Dylan didn't grow up in a house that was ever like professionally curated or decorated. And I grew up in a house where like you couldn't lean on a pillow. Yes, yes. I wasn't allowed to even (laughs) sleep on my own bed. No, you literally had another bed because you weren't allowed to sleep in your bed. My mom bought this like fancy day bed (laughs) with all this fancy bedding. And I had to pull out the trundle every night like Cinderella (laughs) till I was 16. Like it was 
hard. So we just grew up two yes. totally different ways. Same, same with Ben and I. Like he set, like he pulled one of these throw pillows and he sat on it. And I was like, do you know how we get grounded for doing that? <laughs> like you do not sit on a throw yeah. pillow. Anyway, it just takes time. Yes. And now it's actually a lot easier. And we've kind of found a middle ground because Dylan's vibe is very Pacific Northwest log cabin. Mm-hmm. And I kind of want everything like gilded Mm -hmm. (laughs) mirrored and like Mm -hmm. really girly Mm -hmm. and we found a nice middle ground i have blush pink Mm -hmm. and i have the brass and then i have these really pretty navies Mm -hmm. and grays that kind of are like our neutral yeah remember last time i talked about finding your neutral navy blue is our neutral yes so it works and we don't argue as much he's letting me do the nursery i get in a pink crib like we're just going pink all out i'm so jealous which is really fun yeah can um, I live in your you can. <laughs> nursery? But, you know, just design around it. Work around it. You can make yourself known, but don't nag or dwell yes. on it. Because over time, if you create this really gorgeous environment, he's going to realize, like, yeah. my Jaws poster doesn't, doesn't really, really fit. Go. Yeah. And he'll either suggest a place to move it or he'll emotionally decide that it's time. It's time to move on. Yeah. That's a glorious day, that day. I, that The day that has happened in my personal life many times. I mean, times. when Dylan moved that fireplace out to the curb yeah. two weeks ago, I was like, wow, wow. I can't believe this is happening. It's, it's a big day. Big day. Well, guess what, honeys? We have continued to gab your ears off, and we have even more questions to answer. So Laura is going to be back next week for another mini to wrap up the Honey's Design questions. We'll see you then. And until then, don't forget to cream your neck, keep your fringe fresh, and listen on Thursday to the regularly scheduled Natchbute episodes. Hey everyone, it's Jen and Jess from the beauty podcast Fat Mascara here to talk about Sol de Janeiro. So many of the beauty experts we interview on our show say that the key to great skin is to treat every inch of your body with the same attention you give your face. One of our favorite ways to do that is with Sol de Janeiro's Beige Flor Elastic Cream, a rich body cream that's clinically proven to boost collagen and has been shown to improve skin crepiness on the chest in just two weeks. Plus, it's scented with Sol de Janeiro's Charosta 68 fragrance. Sol de Janeiro is offering you 10% off your first order on soldejanero.com and free shipping with the code ACAST10. That's S-O L-D-E-J-A-N-E-I-R-O soldajanero.com and use the code ACAST10 for 10% off.